What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Major Medicine. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about an art, a very special art form that has helped me to become the person I am today. It has helped me through success. It has helped me through failure. It has helped me through every difficult time and every great time in my life. It is the source of the philosophy that I pull from. It is a guide for all of the challenges that come in front of me in my life. This is the art of Tai Chi. In today's society, we think of Tai Chi in a number of different ways. We think of it mostly as a form of exercise. That's probably the way that you've seen it or heard of it in the, in the news, in the media. You see videos of it online, talk to you about how great it is for such things as preventing falls in the elderly or lowering your blood pressure or uh, helping you to stay healthy and balanced and understand what it means to feel less stress in your life. And by practicing the forms that it offers and the different movements, it can help get you there. At least a lot of people hope. They look to it as a kind of uh, fountain of youth or a method of helping them to achieve something that they have not yet been able to achieve. Tai Chi for me, though, there's something more to it than martial arts. There always has been and there always will be. Um, It's... uh, the exercise part is very superficial for me, of course. You move your body, you feel a little bit better. It does not matter what kind of exercise you do. The deeper you go into the art form, though, whether it be Tai Chi or yoga or any other form of exercise that goes much deeper than just uh, the physical portion of what it has to offer, any art form can help you to understand a little bit more not only about that specific art form, but about yourself, about other people, about society, about life, depending on how you look at it. Tai Chi for me has been that art form. It has driven me to a deeper level that I have to reopen almost every single day because there's something new there. There's always a lesson for me to learn. So let me take a step back, though. Most people know of Tai Chi as, uh, as I mentioned, it's a form of exercise. Uh, some people question it in terms of being a self-defense, saying, well, how can you fight that slow? And, okay, a logical question, but sort of an, uh, a uh, misunderstanding of why you practice Tai Chi. Yes, it can be applied, it can be used as a martial art in various different ways. And of course, you would not apply it in the same speed at which you're practicing. That just doesn't make sense. So that's uh, uh, not the best question to ask. Is is it really a martial art? Yes, it is. So I, I'm not going to touch that subject. That's something, if you want to learn more about a Taiji actually being a martial art, come and see me. Come and take a lesson from me. I offer private lessons for an hour. You can get really in-depth with me for one hour to learn exactly why it is that it's a martial art. If you're interested in that, please reach out to me. Tai Chi is a gateway. It is a gateway, as I mentioned earlier, to understanding really who you are and why you are here. For me, this is how I have used Tai Chi for my life. 
I have read so many different books. I have learned from so many different instructors. I have accomplished a lot. I mean, national champion. I've done all kinds of different things, different competitions. I've judged competitions. I've seen Tai Chi from all different perspectives. I even lived in China for a year of my life. Uh, I watched people practicing in the parks, which is one of the biggest stereotypes of Tai Chi across the world is seeing Chinese people out in the park. Um, I will never forget one day living in China when I had first arrived, not more than a week after I had arrived, I decided to get up early in the morning and go do a little exercise because living here in the States, I, there's just no one there. It's nice and quiet, it's comfortable, it's nice and cool. I never understood why people wouldn't go outside and enjoy it and take time for themselves. When I showed up at the place where I was intending to practice Tai Chi though, I couldn't believe my eyes. I went to a university track and it was filled, filled, I kid you not, filled completely with people not just practicing Tai Chi, they were doing all kinds of things, doing just general stretching, just doing some walking, doing some running, playing football, uh, playing basketball, you name it, they were doing it. But there was, a, of course, there was a large group of people in the middle practicing Taiji. There were uh, people scattered across doing different forms of martial arts. They were all active. I was stunned. I could not believe it. I was thinking to myself, it's like, wait, 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 I had to check my watch. I didn't think that it was actually the time. It was 6 a.m. I showed up at the track at 6 a.m. to do some exercise for myself, and it was filled with people. I was not the one who was early. I was the one who was late. Now, a little bit about me. My Tai Chi practice did not begin until I was 18 or 19 years old. I started late. Tai Chi, if you haven't practiced it, let me give you a little bit of a verbal description of the movements. Most of the forms, you start standing with your feet together as tall as you can, but as relaxed as you can. The common analogy in Chinese culture is bamboo. It stands so tall in the forest, but it is so loose and so flexible and so relaxed, agile. All of those qualities you need to embrace and embody before you even start moving. This is one of the biggest challenges when it comes to practicing the art of Tai Chi. Then there's a moment where you start to move. You begin to shift your weight from both feet onto one foot so that you can take a step in one direction, typically to the side. As you place that foot back down, you even out your weight and you raise both arms up in front of you almost as if they're being lifted by some unknown force. Your shoulders are relaxed all the way out to the ends of your fingers, but you can feel something running through you. There's some kind of energy, some kind of movement that is giving you a sensation of calmness for lack of a better way of putting it, almost like a physical poetry. 
Your body is moving so smoothly, so poetically. Once your arms reach the height of your shoulders, like a cascade of water, they just lower all the way back down, stopping roughly in front of your waist. As the movements continue, you hold on to these sensations deep inside and do your best to express them all the way out to the ends of your body, the surface of your skin. Imagine being so calm inside of your body, just like a perfectly calm lake out in nature with no disturbance on top, no wind blowing to disturb the surface of the water. It is a perfect reflection of everything that can be seen on top of it. Absolutely perfect. But yet the body of water remains so powerful. You can feel its power in your presence. If you haven't practiced Tai Chi before in your life, this is a bit of my own personal introduction for you. Tai Chi has not just been a physical exercise for me, it has also helped me mentally, it has helped me spiritually. Mentally, by helping me to keep my thoughts as slow as my movements, to help truly observe myself in the presence of uh, other people, because essentially Tai Chi also being a martial arts form, we have to train ourselves physically to be calm in the presence of uh, an opponent, as calm as possible, that is. Mentally, we have to be doing exactly the same thing. If somebody's punch is coming directly towards your face, what kind of reaction will you have? Actually, we should be responding rather than reacting, which is a response is nothing more than a trained reaction. You, com you repeat a movement over and over and over and over and over and over again until it turns into muscle memory. And then you don't have to think about it anymore. The moment a punch reaches you, you have already intercepted it without having to move or hold your breath or tense up. You just allow it to come in because all you have to do is move a fraction of an inch and that punch will never hit you. That's it. So mentally, we have to be prepared for that. And then, of course, on a more spiritual level, I'm not talking about uh, religion or a connection with God. I, I'm thinking... If you want to look at it from that perspective, that's perfectly fine. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm speaking of me personally. That spiritually, I have used the philosophy of Taiji, the movements, the, uh, the metaphors, the names of the actions. For example, parting the wild horse's mane. Or white crane spreads its wings. The names themselves are also poetic most people when they hear them for the first time they think wow that's a funny name to put on a movement or oh that's really beautiful some people have a different reaction for me I go beneath the name I go within the name look at the characters what do they actually mean a lot of the practitioners and teachers and long long time ago they were illiterate they couldn't read they couldn't write they could only share through movements through speaking uh, through stories, through uh, what they would call songs. 
So they developed these beautiful songs, which weren't actually singing. They were just sort of uh, a number of lines of text uh, that somebody else would write down for them, of course. But they developed these lines that helped mimic through words what the movements were meant to embody, what you were meant to achieve through them taking that beyond just a physical exercise, taking it beyond a mental practice to help you become more balanced and less stressed, as a, on a more spiritual level, these movements, these songs, these, uh, these teachings went way beyond the human body. They went much deeper than the surface of your skin or the size of your muscles. They went into your soul. And when you experience an art form that can touch your soul, you will never let it go. So I may not practice Taiji as much as I used to. A lot of people ask me, do you still practice? Honestly, from time to time, I do. I have many other things that I'm looking to accomplish in my life. I have gone past the period of practicing for six days a week, for six to seven to eight hours a day. That's right. It was more than probably most of your full-time jobs out there. That's how much I was practicing every week, including teaching. Sometimes not including teaching. I would do even more, depending on the time of the year and the season. Uh, Regardless of all of that, the amount of effort and time that you put into something especially when it has the ability to touch your soul, it becomes a teacher. It becomes a mentor. It becomes a guide for you. It becomes a re- more than just a resource. It becomes a source, a source of knowledge, a source of, of wisdom, a source of experience, a source of life. Because these movements were not based on one person's experience. They were based on their understanding of what was happening in the natural world around them and within them. Tai Chi is not just an exercise. It is not just a practice that helps you to become less stressed at work and help you face your problems in life. Those are benefits of Tai Chi. Tai Chi is also not just a martial art. For those of you who who are out there who practice it and try to debate about the different kinds of martial arts or applications that that you can find or develop based off of the movements, all of you who focus on these different aspects are only touching and reaching and hanging from the smallest branches of what Tai Chi has to offer you. The moment you begin to drink from the source is the moment you begin to see Tai Chi for the entire picture that it has been developed for in front of your eyes. Really, any more than this is difficult for me to explain into words because truly the things that matter the most to us in our life or the things that have touched us the deepest in our lives There are no words for them. Tai Chi was a gateway. It is not the only thing I have in my life. I can stop practicing 
any Tai Chi form that I wanted right now. I could, I could stop practicing it for the rest of my life because I have discovered a gift from it that I can use for the rest of my life. Let me elaborate a little bit further before you misunderstand me. I'm not saying that I know everything that there is to know about the source of Tai Chi. I'm not saying that I know everything there is to know about the art in terms of the physical and mental practices of it all. But I have accomplished a lot. Let's, let me say that at the very least. And at the same time, I have a lot to learn. I truly have only grazed the surface of what the source of Taiji actually is and has to offer for me personally. And if you're a Tai Chi practitioner yourself, you can do the same. If you wish to open the door to a deeper understanding of what Tai Chi actually is for you and what it can be in your life, then reach out to me. We don't need to go and practice. I don't need to watch you practice your forms. We can sit down and have a cup of tea, have a cup of coffee. Uh, we can meet and just go for a walk. Whatever it is that you think might develop your practice and help you understand on a much deeper level, we can always go deeper. We can always go farther. We can always do more than just scratch the surface. So I invite you to come to our Tai Chi class every Saturday at 10 a.m. right now in Washington, D.C. at our clinic, My Metro Medicine. If you need the address, go to our website, www.mymetromedicine.com. We are metro accessible. There's plenty of parking. There's a beautiful park, which typically we like to go out and use in the summertime. Uh, we have beautiful place to practice outdoors a nice place to practice indoors you are more than welcome anytime and your first class is always free we welcome all levels all individuals come anytime i would love to share with you some of the knowledge that i have and i would love to hear about your practice and the knowledge that you have reached and achieved over your lifetime of practicing tai chi so to close out this podcast remember it does not matter what art form you practice. It can be Tai Chi. It can be yoga. It can be martial arts. It can be Zumba. It can be anything that really helps you to feel better about yourself and to learn more about yourself, not just physically, but on all levels, mentally, spiritually, whatever it is that you need from an art form, wherever it is in your life that you know that you're lacking. Don't be afraid to explore it a little bit more. Don't be afraid to delve a little bit deeper. Read another book. Listen to another podcast like this one. Uh, seek out a different instructor. There's always ways that you can deepen your practice. And for me, I have explored all of those options. And I have and I can, will continue to do so. I wish you the best of luck in all of your practices. And again... Keep in mind, if you're interested in practicing Tai Chi, you know where to find us. I thank you for listening to this podcast, and I truly hope to see you at one of our Tai Chi classes or one of our events in the future. My name is Justin Flinner, and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Metro Medicine. Keep on listening, and we'll keep on recording. Have a great day, everyone. And don't forget to practice.
podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.